0: Imagine if you knew that we have a shortfall in Australia of housing, and it won't actually be met until 2027, which is a good three to four years away from today. In this video, I'm gonna discuss what the actual crisis looks like, how you can actually prepare yourself so you're not gonna find yourself in strife. And again, we know how these cycles play out. So if you are paying attention, it's all about executing over the next 12 to 24 months. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are interested in a buyer's agency service that helps you from end to end when it goes to purchasing property, locating and securing it, as well as going and helping you get the tenants, definitely visit the website, which will be linked in the description below as well as checking out this video, which is like a 35 minute video of how it works stage by stage and how we can help you. Now the nation is facing a shortfall of 106,000 homes as prices and demand Climbs. Australia faces years of extreme rental and housing pain as the nation confronts a shortage of 106,000 dwellings by 2027. The country is already facing extreme housing pressures with rental vacancy rates in every capital city at or below 1%, delays and growing costs hitting the dwelling construction sector. And what we can see here is the housing gap. Now, every year is represented by a different colour, but most importantly, we want to look at total. And what you can see here is the difference between new home building versus expected population growth. And right now, with Sydney, you're looking at minus 9,600. You've got minus 1,900 in Melbourne. You've got minus 12,300 in Brisbane. But most importantly, in Perth, a 25,200 deficit in terms of what you're expected in terms of housing versus the population growth in that area. Now, there's a combination of things that really affect this, but the rapid return of overseas migration, together with a supply pipeline constrained by decade-high construction costs and significant increases in interest rates, is the real reason we're in this position. Now, why is this? such a major thing to pay attention to. Well, if you have a shortfall of housing and you have an increased amount of migration and people coming into the country, you set yourself up for an absolute disaster when it comes to people and their well-being. Shelter is a basic need for humans. And what you've got is a government that is so hungry to have tax slaves come into the country that you've got them not paying attention to what's happening in the local economy. You've got a rental crisis that's been going on for about two years. I was one of the first guys that mentioned that we may have a problem around the corner and now it's played out a year and a half later. What happens next? Well, it's pretty simple. We've always simplified things on this channel and it's hopefully something that's allowed you to stay in this journey, build your wealth and go ahead and purchase property or build your wealth in other means. What I've tried to do is keep it as simple as supply versus demand. So of course, there's micro and macro factors that affect both sides of this equation. But the main thing you need to take away from it is that if we don't have existing stock and we don't have enough houses and then we've got a lower amount of approvals coming through and to counter all of that, you've got an increased amount of people coming in, you have too much demand for the existing Existing supply and the incoming supply is simply not enough. The National Housing Finance and Investment Corporation believes that we will have a shortfall of about 106,300 homes by 2027 and a shortfall of around 79,300 in supply of new homes by 2023. So not only do we have a problem in the next three years, but we have that problem continue and compound until 2023, which is 10 years away. So if you think about investing or you think about buying a home or you're renting somewhere in Australia, you need to start making those moves sooner rather than later. What blows my mind is that that when you see all this information out there, people are still willing to listen, people are willing to read these things, but then how many are actually actioning it? You know, a plan without action is pretty much useless because you go and look at the plan and say, that's a great roadmap, I'm gonna do this. I've had situations where I've created a roadmap for people, had a strategy session with them, six months later, they decided to come back and say, oh, now I'm ready to start. What was the delay? Now, yes, there's personal reasons that sometimes pop up, but it's usually this fear, this concept of fear and laziness that holds people back. And now we have a situation where we are going to have a green year in terms of growth of property prices in Australia. We just had the RBA pause rates. If you want my detailed take of what exactly that means for you as part of this next cycle, definitely go check out this video. But what could possibly make this situation even worse? Well, with interest rates as high as they are, and now we're pausing, we would ultimately hope there's some sort of rate cut or some sort of rate relief later this year in 2023. But the longer we stay at this point, the more people get affected because they may not be able to afford the existing homes they have, they need to move out. Now it adds further pressure to the rental market, which starts pushing up the rental prices anyway. In addition to that, on Friday last week, we had two of Australia's largest building firms collapse. You've got Porter Davis Home and Lloyd Group have now gone into liquidation. And what this means is that some people already have homes contracted with these guys that now can't be completed. So in addition to all the existing problems, you now have the collapse of construction and building companies, which have been happening for the last few months, that are going to now compound on this issue. What we can see is building approvals February 2023 in this graph. And what you'll see is all of the numbers are down considerably. If you look at New South Wales, it's down 42.2% year-on-year percentage. You go into other areas like Victoria for other approvals, down 73.5%. Across all of Australia, you have housing building approvals all lower year-on-year as a percentage. And what we see here in this graph is lending for purchase and construction of a new home. We are pretty much at lows that we saw during the GFC. Now, just put that into perspective. We have now gone from interest rates being so low, everyone wants to buy, everyone Gets approved, but then suddenly, when it comes to constructing and actually settling on the property, they can't do it because interest rates have gone up so quickly. On this channel, I've spoken about, oh, things are going to break if we go up too quickly, and of course, people are like, hey, nothing's breaking, but the reality is, it actually is. It's just underground, and when that bursts out, then suddenly everyone goes, how did we get here? I've got comments on videos like this over the last couple of weeks going, hey, Robbie, how did we get here? And it's like because all of these issues are underneath the surface and they're boiling up, and we're getting to a point where it's exploding. You've got the rental prices coming out where rents are going up by 15 20 25 percent in some suburbs you've got building approvals now slowing down which ultimately means existing stock needs to start increasing in price for people that want to live there you compound all of this with immigration records coming through a record number of immigrants coming to the country they're either gonna rent or they're gonna buy and if there's no incoming supply what happens to the prices of all of these properties supply versus demand with today's data there can be no justification for further interest rate increases stated by HIA's chief economist Tim Reed. The ABS released the Lending to Household and Businesses data for Feb 2023 today and as well as some months building approvals data for detached homes and multi-dwellings. February saw the fewest loans issued for the purchase or construction of a new home in almost 15 years. Loans for new homes in Feb fell further from its holiday low in Jan down by 3.4% to 4,267. The last time so few loans were issued for new homes was in November 2008. If you don't think there's a problem right now, yes, you've got a lot of people out there in shopping centers and it's packed the problem is under the surface and I would go to say I'm generalizing yes but the people that are out there shopping in Westfields don't actually know what's under the surface and yes some could definitely weather the storm but this is a big problem not only if you're just renting but also if you're looking at acquiring wealth especially against inflation now, if you really think about it the shortage of housing has come at the worst possible time because at the same time you've got housing issues with not enough supply you also introduce so many migrants into the country you want those people because we need to rebuild as part of the next cycle. It's all cycles, this has played out before. But what we didn't have before was such a strain on the housing system, such a strain because interest rates moved up so quickly like they've never done before in previous history. And that is why a big case for those interest rates to fall is going to be to provide housing for people. At the end of the day, economic stability is such a key point for the RBA. And if you go out there and say, well, I don't care, I'm only focusing on inflation, guess what? Your rents also play into that inflation narrative. You then go ahead and have subsidies like rental subsidies. You go and increase the minimum wages. You go and increase pension payments. What you're doing is increasing the liquidity in that machine. Once you increase those things, there's more artificial money that comes into the system. You might be familiar with this. Yeah, it happened during the pandemic. And what we saw after that was inflation skyrocket. So while the issue of housing is important to generate wealth and build wealth for yourself, it is also very important that the government here is to blame. But simply going out there and blaming the government for the issues that you can't control is not good enough. And that's why I make these videos. Hopefully you get motivated hopefully you're taking the right actions and again I provide a solution if you are in the camp of not knowing where to start not knowing how to go about purchasing property and investing for yourself that's where I have the buyers agency search property but it's not for everyone and that's what I try and make very clear is that this video will spread out to more people then will actually sign up to the agency and that makes me very happy because I'm able to reach more people at scale so if this information has been helpful for you share it along it's pretty much your ethical duty to go out there and share information especially if it can help someone else as well. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you have, definitely smash that like button. It goes a long way into sharing this through the algorithm. But also, if you have enjoyed this, subscribe to the channel because I'm making videos every single day for this channel. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one. I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys.